All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with Bears tight end Cole Komet. Cole, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. So I'm gonna start off with your high school career. Uh, you're a Vider guy. I'm an Ignatius guy. Chicago Catholic League. What was it like? Yeah. Chicago Catholic League. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's where the best competition is. So, um, you know that that that's where it was at. Um, you know, it was always tough week in and week out. I mean, we weren't we weren't great when I was there at Vider. Um, we had a couple tough seasons. My senior year, we made the playoffs, and we won a game uh, in the playoffs and ended up losing the second round. But you know, Chicago Catholic League was kind of where it was at. You know, tough tough games week in and week out. So yeah, yeah. I hear about that conference nonstop. I'm saying it's the yeah, best. I mean it's pretty elite. Like I don't, we got quite a few guys right now playing in the NFL. So like. I mean that'll kind of just speak for itself, but you know a lot of guys go to college ball, and then, and then, and then a few of those guys will end up making it pro. But um, no, it's it's a good league for sure. I mean it's it's tough, hard nosed league, and um, it's it's good football. Yeah, how much do you hate Loyola? Yeah, I don't. I don't, I wouldn't say I hate Loyola. Um, I mean they were like in the different conference because at the time we were, um, it was it was still ESCC and and then the Catholic League the Catholic like blue league or whatever. Oh, so yeah, like, we were, whatever. yeah. So we were still kind of separated. So like, we really never really had to play them in anything. So it really wasn't that big of a rivalry or anything. So, but I'm sure now with like how all the Catholic schools are kind of, you know, in the same league, it's a little bit different now, but you know, is what it is. You know, the, you know, they're, they're pretty good. You know, they've won a few state championships and uh, you know, they got a good program over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, uh, coming out of high school, you were a four star with a lot of like big time offers was having the opportunity to play both baseball and football, like a big deal for you for choosing where you're going to go. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, my senior year of high school things really picked up. Like I already had football offers, but I was still playing baseball and I love playing baseball. And, um, you know, I, I started getting some looks like from the MLB, from MLB scouts uh, coming out of high school and, you know, I, I had a tryout, like I, I wouldn't say tryout, but a workout with the Sox uh, downtown um, just a couple of weeks before I left for, for football for Notre Dame. And, um, you know, that that was pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, for me, like when Coach Kelly came in and he was recruiting me and, you know, he knew I played baseball, he, he just – he was just like, hey, you know, we want you to come here and, uh, you know, you can come in and play baseball as well and, you know, I talked to the, the baseball coaching staff and they were totally on board. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how that worked out. And, you know, obviously really grateful for that to happen. What's your uh, go-to pitch? You're a closing pitcher, right? Yeah, my, my out pitch was my slider. So, you know, I, I throw like mid-90s from the left, but then if I, if I had, to, had to get a dude out, you know, uh, I, I always stuck with my slider. That was kind of my out pitch. There you go. Kind of like Kershaw there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, rumor has it, growing up, you hated Notre Dame. What, what, what changed your mind? Yeah, um, yeah, I hate Notre Dame growing up. It was kind of funny. My both my parents went to Purdue, so we always, I mean, Purdue was never good when I was growing up, but um, we always rooted for Purdue, and you know, Purdue and Notre Dame would actually play each other quite a bit every year. So, you know, we were always rooting for the Boilermakers and. You know, always kind of grew that hate towards Notre Dame. But then um, when uh, when I started getting recruited and I took a visit there, 
you know, things kind of changed. And when they offer you a scholarship, uh, you know, it, it kind of, kind of changes. So, you know, I ended up falling in love with the place and now it's there, you know, uh, I love it. And that's, uh, you know, those are my dudes over there and that's my school. And you, uh, you left early. So are you going back to like education at all? Or are you, that's in the future? Yeah. Yeah. So I start classes next week online for oh. Notre, at Notre Dame. So I'll be doing that online while I do, I do my training as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, that was kind of the thing of leaving early. Like, you know, you still, I still had school left on the table, but, uh, you know, I promised my mom I'd go back and finish. So going to start, start gnawing away at that this semester. There you go. Yeah. Um, you left early. Were you paying attention to the mock drafts and stuff and like just seeing what scouts were saying about you, like in the NFL? Is that like a big reason you decided? To yeah. Play? Yeah. I think, um, I had enough people close to me prior to, uh, to me leaving that like I felt pretty comfortable that I was either going to go late first or somewhere like between the early second to mid second. So um, I felt good about that because for me, it was always like, you know, I was wanting to be a first round pick and, but the more you kind of like look into it, 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 it's tough. Like when you have your opportunity to leave you and, you know, in terms of being able to go late first or even a second round pick, you know, you definitely got to, you know, jump on that opportunity. So, yeah, so I listened to enough people between, you know, my dad and, um, you know, some of the guys that he knew when that he played with and 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 some other people that I really trust. And, um, you know, I came to the decision, you know, to come out early. Yeah, especially as a tight end, being a first-round pick. It's pretty rare. Kyle Pitts this year from Florida. Yeah, that, yeah, it's tough. He's I think unless – yeah, Kyle Pitts is a different type of dude. Like, he's even – he's even – he's all of like uh, – like, he's more – I think he's more of that receiver type. And – um you know, those guys obviously pop a lot on film. So, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be a, a high, you know, a high end pick this year, but, you know, it doesn't really happen too often where guys go top 10 for a tight end. Um, you know, that's, I think it's more of a luxury pick in terms of, you know, a team need, like if you kind of have a spot to fill and you need a tight end, like, you know, that's kind of when you take your tight end maybe early in the draft. But um yeah, I think, you know, w w considering all the circumstances and kind of where I was at, you know, leaving was was definitely the best uh, decision for me. Yeah, um, so you were on the Packers big board for a while at number yeah. 30, at uh, like mid, like late 30s. Um, like if the Packers drafted you, would you pull on Eli Manning and say, nah, I can't play? Because, I mean, like that'd be a tough transition for your family, like Chicago guy playing in Green Bay, like that would suck. Yeah, I, I, you know, my family, I don't think would mind it, you know, and either would I really, because that just means I was an earlier pick. So I, I, I think, yeah. I think I could, I think, I think I could have stomached it, but you know, it would, it definitely would have been tough at first, but definitely glad with how the situation rolled out. Yeah. I mean, hometown Bears guy. Like, I, I think, like, I think everyone's rooting for you. Like, when I, I was, I was sitting in my uh, living room when you got drafted, I'm a huge Notre Dame guy. So obviously, I yeah. wanted for the past three years in Notre Dame and, me and my dad saw Cole Komet still on the board, and they drafted you. Me and my dad went crazy because we saw you in Notre Dame, hometown, uh, hometown Chicago guy. So you're definitely a favorite player in our family. So, you know, we're – Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Good stuff. Notre Dame family. Yeah. Uh, but, like, actually, though, like, how much do you hate the Packers? Like, you can, like, give me a wink, but, like, but, like how much do you hate them? Yeah, they're, they're not, they're not well-liked. Let's just say that. So. <laughs> like, were you happy yesterday when I lost? Because I was jumping up and down. Yeah, I'm a yeah. No, I definitely did not want to see them win. So that was uh, that was kind of nice to see them kind of go down this this past weekend. So uh, that that definitely you know made the weekend.
Oh, yeah, that made my weekend. If they were in the Super Bowl and I had to watch, it, it wouldn't be a good Super Bowl. I don't think I would watch. Yeah. I would I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy, so – Hey, he, he, he's a beast though. I will say that, you know, watching him on, on the field, he, uh, he's special. He's, he's really, really good. Yeah. He's a really good football player. Yeah. Speaking of amazing quarterbacks, you played the Falcons earlier this year. Yeah. I'm a big Falcons, big Matt Ryan. That's my favorite. Yeah. So that yeah, Matt Ryan's great. We, we were, we had a huge lead going into that game and I was watching the game with Emmett and then Trubisky's benched and Foles coming in. What was your mindset when the quarterback switch happened, did you kind of expect that to happen? Was there talks like leading into the week that Mitch might get benched or was this just like out of the blue? No, I wouldn't say not really. I mean, that was still early in the year and, you know, coming out of camp, we really didn't even know who's the starter was going to be. And then, you know, obviously they went with Mitch and, you know, Mitch was playing well for, for yeah. the, you know, for the first three games and, um, yeah, I mean, he threw an interception, and then next thing you know, Nick was in there. So, like, we were like, all right. And the game was over. Nick Foles. Nick was in there, and Nick, Nick, Nick kind of did his thing. And, you know, we came back, won the game, and obviously it was a, it was a good win for us. But it was, a, it was a crazy game. Yeah, crazy game for sure. Tough, tough day for me. Real tough. <laughs> yeah. It's because we lost to the Cowboys the week before that. Yeah. They, they had a couple games like that this year where it was yeah. like you guys were up and then – but hey, that's the NFL. It's crazy. Like teams will just kind of come back on you pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, your first touchdown catch was against Carolina Panthers, and obviously you didn't see the broadcast. But I remember the broadcast goes, uh, "Jimmy Graham's been taken out of the game. Doesn't look too happy on the sidelines." And then you came in, caught the ball over the middle. I mean, what was it like to uh, get your first touchdown pass like that? Yeah, it was. It was pretty surreal. I mean that play was not supposed to go to me like at all um I'm more of just a clear out route for the safety and then the ball was supposed to go underneath but I think we had two receivers run the wrong route because they didn't get the check and then I think Nick was just scrambling backwards and I just saw the ball go in the air and then I caught it so it was kind of kind of a weird deal where like that was not supposed to happen the way it did but you know obviously it was was happy that I was able to get that first one in. So um, pretty pumped up about it. Did you have to like, like, like check to make sure you had it? Were you like, is this real? Yeah, I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do when I got up at first. Cause like, you know, you always say like, you got to have something planned when you score a touchdown. Like, what was your celly like? Dude, my, I just spun the ball. Like, and then like, was just going and everyone was just, was, was jumping on top of me and stuff. So I didn't really have time to do anything, but you know, I was, I was, I was thinking about having something planned out, but like, it just didn't happen. But then, you know, as you know, I had other ones this year, and like that's when I, you know, kind of celebrated and did all that stuff. Uh, did you um, keep the ball after the game? Yeah, I got. It. Yep, that's I got it. Sweet, that's pretty mm -hmm. sweet. Hopefully, that's yeah. the first of many of a long career for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, brother. Uh, how was it playing on a Nickelodeon against the Saints? Yeah, oh. see, like, I didn't like notice any of that. Like, we had to do some stuff during the week where they like Nickelodeon came in and asked us questions, like who. Oh. Didn't you say like, your favorite player was uh, Jimmy Graham? Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. I was I was messing with Jimmy when we were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's who's your real favorite player growing up? Tom Brady. I yeah, Tom Brady for sure. Yeah, Tom go. Brady and Ladanian Tomlinson were like my two favorite players. Um, yeah, I love watching those guys. But yeah, no, it was kind of weird with Nickelodeon. Like, 
I didn't, we didn't even like, you don't even notice it during the game, but like afterwards, you know, I had my brother call me and he was like, yeah, dude, the Nickelodeon thing was, was strange. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> really weird. We loved it. Are you upset that you didn't win the uh, MVP? The <laughs> I heard about that too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just not a fan favorite. I don't know. I yeah, guess I just got to work not. on it. not. You just can't get the Everyone yeah. loves Mitch. Everyone loves Mitch. Yeah. Everyone does. Everyone loves Mitch. Yeah. He's a good dude. Undeniable character from Mitch. I'm a big Mitch guy. I hope he starts next year. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. Um, so what? So in camp, you were uh, highly talked about, like being the you know the first pick of the Bears draft. They're talking about you, like even you could play wide receiver if you wanted. And you and Jimmy Graham were the best players at camp by far. Like, what has Jimmy Graham like? How has he helped you in your development in the NFL? Yeah, he's just been a guy that um, really has just taught me how to be a pro. I mean, it's a different world when. You go from high school to college and then, you know, now the NFL, like football is, is takes up your whole day. Like that's just what you, all you do all day. There's no more school. I mean, there's just, there's nothing else but to do, but football. So, you know, he really taught me just how to take care of my body. Like the little things you need to be doing, you know, in practice, outside the facility, all that type of stuff. And, you know, he was just a great mentor for me this year. And, you know, we, we were able to build a good friendship as the year went on. That's good because, you know, that was like a huge thing during the season. They constantly were in games, showing you guys on the sidelines together, this and that. And that was huge stories I was following. And then uh, in the beginning of the year, like people were like, well, where's Komet? Where's Komet? And then towards the end of the year, you started picking it up, you know, racking up yeah. the seven-yard out passes and just bodying people to get like 15-yard gains. So, like, what's your favorite part about football? Like, do you just like running people over? Yeah, I'd say, like, I love running people over. I think that's kind of what, you know, I, I love the most about football is, like, the physicality part of it. And, you know, that's why I like blocking so much. Um, but, yeah, just catching a ball, like, a pop pass or, or a seam down the middle and then just lowering your shoulder, that's 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 the best part. And then being able to celebrate with all your teammates, um, that's just the great part about football. And that's why that's why it's so much fun. Yeah. Um trying to think how many tight ends were on the roster at the beginning of the year you guys had a decent amount i remember yeah i think we had um god when i when i got picked i think there was like nine total or something like that but like nervous about that at all or just no i mean if they if they're gonna take you in the second round like they they definitely have a plan for you i mean you got to go in ready to compete but like there's definitely gonna be um they definitely have a plan for you so like i wasn't i wasn't too concerned about that and I knew I just had to come in and, and put in that work. So, you know, I felt good about everything coming in and, you know, everything kind of just works itself out, you know, in the NFL eventually. And that's what I realized this first year. So, um, yeah, just kind of staying to it and coming to work every day and like all that stuff kind of takes care of itself. Um, during uh, practice, uh, coming off the edge, do you ever have to block uh, Cleo Mack? Yeah. I, <laughs> my, my, fir- my first time blocking him in pads was was crazy. It was like, you know, I took a pass set on him and, you know, I blocked him and like, he didn't get, he didn't get the sack. So I was like, Oh, uh, that was pretty good by me, you know? And then, you know, later in practice, I saw him get up, he was taking a knee and they were the old line and D line were doing one-on-one drills, like pass set one-on-one drills. And they were telling him to get up and do a one-on-one. And, you know, he was kind of just like shaking his head, like, no, I didn't want to do it. But then one of the linemen called him out. So he got up and he, he took it. He took his. He took. He took his his arm and put it all up his throat, and slammed the dude down to the ground, like in the in in the rep. And I was like, "Wow, 
he was going probably about 50% on me. Like he wasn't even trying when he was going against me. So yeah, that dude's uh yeah, he's a freak. He's a, he's a, he's a great football player. The whole D line for the bears is just. Yeah. Him, Akeem, you know, even like Eddie, Eddie Goldman, who wasn't here this year, but yeah. Nichols was great. You know, Robert Quinn, like there's a bunch of guys that are, that are really good. Bunch of dudes. Is uh, Akeem the biggest character in the world? Cause that dude just seems like, like, like is trash talk during the game. He's like, I'm going to take a bite out of you. <laughs> he says shit like yeah. that. No, that's just how he is. He's a really good dude. Um, and he just loves having fun on the football field. And that's just kind of how he is. So, um, but yeah, that's his personality and it's infectious to be around. He's, he's a, he's a good dude and, and, a, you know, a really good pulse for our team. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's awesome. And can we start a campaign? This is what I want to start. Can we start to call holding calls and Cleo Mack? Yeah. The, the dude is just like, like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's great. I know, I know that was a big thing at the end of the year. They were, we weren't getting those calls. So hopefully the, hopefully, you know, guys will start seeing that next year or something. Cause you know, he's tough to block and the only thing you can do is hold him. Yeah. And it was kind of nice uh, seeing the Packers not get uh, the calls their way for once in their life. Yesterday. Yeah. Right. Right. Speaking of, uh, about some like bad penalties, I guess the saints, I saw you got that, you got that shitty flag thrown on you. Like I didn't even see you do anything. Dude, you're giving yeah, them- that was wild. Right? I don't even know what happened. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, I don't even know what happened either. Um, <laughs> I, was so, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, I mean, I caught that ball, and you know, I hit. I think it was Malcolm Jenkins, and I hit him, and then we got up, and like we were just kind of talking, like laughing, really. And then um, Gardner Johnson. But, so I, I threw the ball over over the top to the ref, and the ref dropped it, and then. Next thing you know, there was a flag, and they said that I was throwing the ball at, at the defender. So I was that's like, terrible. "That's crazy." So yeah, that was. I mean, that was a that was a that was an important play of the game, but kind of is what it is at this point. But yeah, kind of wild that they called that. But you know, it's whatever. Saints finally get a good call after getting screwed right. for the past like three years. Yeah, that, yeah, that was tough. I I was not happy about that call. All my yeah. friends were like, "What? What? What just happened?" Like we were like. What just happened? Because they, they thought, like, in the beginning, everyone thought that you were, like, pushing some guy around, and they showed the replay of you just, like, tossing the ball back. And was like, that was the worst call I've ever seen. Yeah, and that was pretty bad. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah. Uh, so, a little bit away from football, um, how disappointed are you in the Cubs right now? Uh, it's tough. I mean, um, I guess at some point they got to start trading away, I guess, and rebuilding. But, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Like, all those guys that we saw win the World Series, um, and now they're kind of just everyone's kind of leaving, so it kind of sucks. But I mean, I don't know. We'll hopefully there's a little hope this year that they do something, but I don't. I'm not expecting much. Yeah, I. I mean, their pitching's just done. They got a couple key guys, but it's just it's tough. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's tough. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, but. It's. I mean, I hope they keep 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 Brian around and and all that stuff. But I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? Being an athlete in Chicago, do you like hang out or talk to the other athletes on the other teams? So like a Bulls player, any Cubs guys? Like, are you friends with any of them? No, I haven't really haven't been able to do any of that just because of you know COVID and everything. You know, I'm I'm sure like there would be events that we'd be going to, whether it's you know right now Bulls games and stuff, and then in the summer Cubs games, but. There's just nothing we can do right now, you know. Um, 
everything's kind of shut down for the most part. So hopefully, hopefully start stuff starts to clear up near the, near the start of the summer. And, you know, we can start doing things like that. Yeah. So we probably got two more questions. Uh, you just don't want to hold you to anything, but, uh, yeah. um, so you got any funny Brian Kelly, Kelly stories for me? Cause, uh, I know in the beginning he was a little – people didn't like him that much, but he seemed to come yeah. around a little bit. No, he's, he's great. You want to hear a rumor yeah. I've heard about him? What's that? I've heard the water bottle in his press conference is all vodka. Oh, I don't know about that. That That's funny, though. I haven't heard that one. That's a funny rumor, though. I, uh, um, my friend's friend's the team manager, and he said that's his job, getting the vodka in the water bottle. Oh, geez. Well, he's probably joking around then, but I don't know. Um Geez, funniest Brian Kelly story. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the dude, the dude's pretty. Uh, he's a good dude. I mean, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty straightforward. You know, nothing, no nonsense type of dude. And, um, you know, he's built a great program. You know, since I've been there, and they we consistently win each every. You know, every year. Obviously, we haven't had the big one yet, but like, you know, it's consistent. You know, double digit win seasons and. Um, you know, turning guys out to the NFL and, um, you know, he was great for me, just obviously brought me in as a recruit and, you know, I was able to develop, you know, in a system and whatnot. And, um, yeah, just, uh, he's a good coach, a good, a good coach that, that that's a good, great leader of a program, but I, I don't know if I have really have any funny he's more, stories. He's more, about business. It. he's more business. Yeah. I mean, I guess like my favorite memory was when we played Stanford, my, my junior year and, we beat them at Stanford. It was like the first time that coach Kelly had won at Stanford um, since he's been there. Um, he, 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 he put, he put Gatorade in the, whatever the trophy's called that, that we get for beating Stanford. And he put it in there and then drank from the, from, from the trophy. So that, that was pretty fun, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, my last question is, do you think Notre Dame should be in a conference? Cause I get in arguments with him all the time about it. No, not at all. I, I don't know why you would – I don't know why, if you're Notre Dame, why you would get in the conference because – That's where I want to see it. No, Michigan screwed us out of the Big Ten. We can't go back. Yeah, I mean, I just don't – there's, like, financially, there's no reason for Notre Dame to join a conference because they get all their – like, they don't – there's no reason for Notre Dame to pay whatever dues they got to pay to the Big Ten or ACC or whatever to, to be in a conference where they just – they play a game and they get all that revenue from that NBC deal. So I just don't see the point in them joining a conference. And I don't think they will anytime soon. So um, I think they're good right where they're at. Yeah, I think so. I, that's, they'll never join a conference. Never. I, I don't think so. No, not while they're winning, you know, no, not while they're winning. Right. Um, so. Do you know, uh, Nano Safo Mensa? Yeah. I don't know. We interviewed him yeah. uh, earlier this year. Oh, cool. Cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. He he's tore his meniscus dude. this year, so he wasn't out playing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I met him at a party at Notre Dame when I was visiting my friend. And uh, then I DM'd him on Instagram, said, hey, you want to do an interview? And I told him the story. So it's pretty funny. Good stuff. Uh, but my last question for you is uh, favorite Chicago, like, food places, bars to go to? Who uh, favorite food, like – if you got a good hot dog, you, like Jeans and Jude's, like oh, everyone yeah. wants to know about. Yeah. Um, my favorite deep dish is uh, is Luminati's. I know a lot of people like Giordano's or um, Pequod's, but mine is uh, mine's Luminati's. Uh, we got Paisano's. 
Zion, okay, that one's good. Yeah, uh, that's right, good too. I, I was underwhelmed from my visit to Chicago. You wrote, you didn't like, do you, you don't like deep dish? I do. I love deep dish, but I don't know if I was honest. Portillo's was He's the best. Portillo's, like Portillo's is great. That's a great spot to hit up after a, after a baseball game. Um, yeah, Portillo's is great. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to – my favorite burger is Achevel. Oh, which yeah. a lot of people know about. So, yeah, there, there's a bunch of good spots, but I'd say those are my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's a great spot. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I'm going to stop man. the interview real quick, and then we'll just yeah. –